Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And in this episode, I want to give you tips and the various ways you can film in low light situations. Now, before I get into it, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's talk about this. Uh, there's overall six ways, at least six ways that I look at it in terms of how you can film something in low light situations. Now, the first and most obvious, perhaps, is to add extra light. You know, if however you can, you know, um, just brighten it up. So a lot of times people will put a light directly onto the camera, um, like an LED that's battery powered and so forth. It's great. You know, um, the downside with that is obviously it's a very direct light. So if you're turning, it might not look uh, naturalistic if you're trying to film more of a narrative, um, aspect, but, um, you know, that is a way, right? Um, however you can add extra light. One of the things that I use as a cheat is, you know, when I film, regardless of whether I'm filming uh, nonfiction or, or fiction, um, I try to place people specifically under um, lampposts um, in places that, that, you know, have ambient light kind of hitting from all places. You know, that's why like filming in cities at night isn't so bad because you have all that ambient light filming in the middle of the woods a little bit harder, right? Um, but you know, in whatever you, way that you can add some light and that's how you can film in low light situations. Um, the other aspect is, um, rather than tr- try to fight it, utilize the darkness, right? You know, make it part of the image. Um, you know, and, and sometimes it depends what you're filming, but of course, like, um, horror movies are known for using light and shadow in very specific ways. And so, you know, get creative with it. Um, you know, I'm trying to, uh, use, use that darkness as a means to, to help propel what you're telling rather than, you know, fighting against it. Right. And there's definitely been situations that, you know, I've, I've used that in that way. And that's, that's fine. The third one is to use a bigger aperture. So aperture refers to um, uh, the lens, right? So a lens can let in a small amount of light or a large amount of light. And when we talk about a bigger aperture, it means we're letting in a lot more light. Now, to let a lot more light in, um, you know, generally, so we, we in, in filmmaking, it's based off of f-stops, you know, and you want the, as, the, the bigger the aperture as far as it's being open, it's actually um, a smaller number. So an f-stop of four um, lets in less light than an f-stop of 1.8. Now, the, and the reason I give those numbers is generally the cheaper lenses um, have start, uh, you know, generally around like f-stop 
three, generally four. And so in order to have a bigger aperture, you might have to spend some money. And generally, um, like 1.8 is about where most lenses um, with a wide aperture kind of kind of go to. There's some that are like 1.4, um, things of that nature. But, um, you know, generally 1.8 is as wide as you're going to get. Um, but again, some of that might be a little bit costly. Um, so it depends on what you're using. But regardless, the idea is to open up that aperture as much as you can. The other uh, trick, the fourth trick, is to uh, reduce the frame rate. So, you know, with video, um, we film either in 30 frames per second or now 60 frames per second. And that's a lot of frames. So, you know, that means the camera has to capture <clears throat> 60 frames within a second. And therefore, the amount of time, the exposure time of each of those frames is very small. So if you reduce the frame rate down to, let's say, 24 frames, which is what film is normally shot on, you've now, you're now exposing each frame longer, right? Not a lot longer, but, but longer, um, you know, certainly 24 compared to 60, you know, that's, that, that's a big difference, right? So that helps. Um, the, the other aspect is um, your shutter speed, you know, or shutter angle. Um, DSLR cameras, they, they work with shutter speed. Um, but the idea is you want to um, reduce the shutter speed um, and open it up. So, for example, in, in film, um, most, most film gets shot on a 180-degree angle. Um, you know, uh, because it gives it a nice blur and so forth, right? I mean, there's uh, it's too much to get into right now, but that means... Um, you know, think of it. Think of uh, think of it like a circle, right? And so um, half the circle gets covered up, right, at any given moment, and that's how the exposure happens. You know, that's the one hundred and eighty. Um, but with like a black magic camera, for example, with myself, I literally open up the um, the shutter angle to three hundred and sixty. So meaning the entire um, space is opened up and it and it's allowing for more um, light to it's allowing for the light to get in the entire time that it's open and you know the the drawback with this is that you know any sort of movement will be a lot blurrier um, but generally for me I don't film a lot of action in low light situations at night right so you know, that's, so it's never really um, been that much of a drawback for me. No one's really noticed when I, when I do that technique, but that is a way to do it, you know, and, um, you know, if you're using like a DSLR camera, the idea is, um, you know, just, just reduce the shutter speed so that way you're exposing, um, you, you're exposing the, the, the image more. Right. That's really what it's all. All these techniques are really about or most of them are about exposing the image more and for longer. Right. And the last one is to use a higher ISO. So whether you use film or digital, 
you know, it works in ISO. And the lower the ISO, the more light you would need to expose something, you know, and you use lower ISO in daylight and, and so forth. And um, lower ISO is great because it, it's crisp, right? It gives you a very clean image. Um, you increase the ISO, it starts to get a little bit grainy and noisy. Um, so this is the drawback of this, but, you know, um, if, if you need it in order to film something, it's not going to make, you know, like with everything, it, all of this, there's a concession to be made, you know, there's choices to be made and um, you can lean into the look or, you know, fight against it. Um, but, you know, there's a give and take to everything. And so, you know, if, if in order to expose the film or the image right, you have to go a little bit higher with the, with the ISO, so be it, you know. Um, anyway, these are the various ways to film in low light situations. Um, let me know if you have the questions. Let me know if you have suggestions of your own to help. I would love to hear from you either way, whether down in the comments section or hit me up on social media at Phil Speedtech. Likewise, if you think this episode might be a benefit to somebody, please share it with them. I certainly would appreciate it. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time. <laughs>